has been paid for by the New World Order. Listen up, you blind slap nut. If I can be serious for a minute. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. The real reason I came right here tonight is because we are live! We flex A little bit of the bubbly! The preceding announcement Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all the ages, it is that time of the week again, and it is a very special day here, especially for me, for everyone in the Pacific Northwest. It's just a, a very special day for us. So, you know, I figured I'd start off with something in the background, because guess what? This may be a wrestling talk show here on the Flex Network, but we are still recognizing what is going on in the world of sports because today, 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 July 23rd, 2020, mark it down, folks, release the Kraken because Seattle has a new NHL team coming very soon and i just had to show that share that with everyone because i'm excited for this new franchise i'm excited that seattle is getting a professional hockey team and you know what i felt like i was on the ocean you know getting that ocean vibe but now seeing this new logo and seeing everything that is coming with this show it looks awesome so i figured i'd take a little moment at the top of the show to Acknowledge that Seattle is getting a Frank NHL team, and that looks just too sweet. Wait, I can't do that right. You know, I could do it right, but but you know what? If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right because it's just too. Oh, yeah, that felt good. That felt real good. But, yes. Oh, yeah, we got CG. My boy, CG. The Kraken, yes. Release it. But you know what we're here to do. It is that time of the week again because, boom. It is time for the Wrestling Weekend Review Show here live on the Flex Network. As we talk, what's been going on in the world of wrestling for you, the people. But first, you know how we do this every week. Because we are live. Yes. Man, today is a feel-good day here. New NHL team and some great wrestling this past week. This past weekend, even, I mean, hell, we had two sets of pay-per-views. We had a lot of great things going on over this past weekend. We had Slammiversary uh, last Saturday. We had the horror show at Extreme Rules last Sunday. But before we get too far into what happened in the PPV, what happened this weekend? Oh, yeah. My boy Flex Mike checking in on the show. Baby is like, yeah, that, that was cool. But we got to talk a little, little what's going on in the wrestling world. Let's talk with some news. Some behind the scenes stuff that you don't know, that we know. So as you know, last week was announced that Impact signed some good brothers. Lou Gallows, Carl Anderson, they are now with Impact Wrestling. Well, Doc, again, he'll be back. You know, Lou Gallows is back with Impact Wrestling from the last time he was there with the Aces and Eights. 
If you remember that crew right there. Uh, apparently, their deal is a two-year deal with the allowance to work with in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So they can go back and forth between the two promotions with Impact and New Japan. So they can go back and possibly rejoin the, the b -b 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 Bullet Club, baby. That should be very interesting. Um, also, we saw this past weekend on Saturday, we also saw the return of EY. Eric Young is back with Impact Wrestling. We also saw snippet that EC3 is back with Impact Wrestling. And while it's not yet official, he's not signed yet, apparently, but at least on TV that we know of, but... Heath Slater eh, made his, you know, made a surprise appearance at Impact Slammiversary and at Impact this past week. Uh, so he may be going to, you know, be at Impact Wrestling. He might, you know, he probably is signed. So that should be very interesting to see. But there is more, you know, good news for Impact because we have some more returners. We have the Motor City Machine Guns. That's right, main Detroit City, baby. Alex Shelley, Chris Saban are back. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what their first impact was coming up this past week. As they had a match at Slammiversary. And it was really good. Um, moving on. Uh, it is reported that the current Knockouts champion... Denona Perizzo is currently working without a full-time contract. I know. That's, that's kind of weird. I mean, the fact that you have your knockouts champion is currently under, is not currently under contract, but is on a per appearance. So that, to me, really does not really look good, especially... Meaning that she's a free agent. She can go anywhere and she can bring the belt with her. She can go anywhere and she's still recognized as the knockouts champ. So that kind of is a little sketchy. I mean, granted, actually not even granted. I mean, that's just real sketchy. You got to have these people on lockdown if you're going to put the title on her, especially, you know, just coming off of NXT and being an impact and not really under contract, that's kind of not a smart decision, you know, to work, do a per appearance and then put the belt on her. If it was a full-time contract and she was the champ, we wouldn't be talking about it as much, but since she's technically not under a full-time contract and she's the champ, that kind of sets up some shady, uh, potential shady outlook right there. Um, Impact announced this weekend that Bound for Glory will take place October 24th. Their biggest pay-per-view of the year, Bound for Glory, is going to take place in October. So that's bringing back that lovely pay-per-view, one of their top pay-per-views in their company that they have. Uh, let's get on to actually even more interesting of what we've been hearing. Apparently, Miss the former Impact Champion of the World, Tessa Blanchard, that there's some info coming out. Now, while it's not really official official, but what we're hearing is, is that she wanted that Impact wanted her to drop the belt, but in exchange for dropping the belt, for te you know, Tessa Blanchard wanted $150,000 to, you know, to drop the title at Slammiversary, but because Impact decided, eh, we're cutting it, Tessa still has the belt. That's right. She still has the the current Impact Wrestling Championship belt. Now, Impact got new title belts so the, over the weekend. So, yeah, she still has the title that they first created with the Impact 
uh, on the relaunch of Impact with the red. Uh, so yeah, she is still in possession of that. Impact has new titles, and apparently Moose has been using not a actual championship belt. Realistically, he's been using a fake belt from eBay made in Pakistan. What? I mean, come on, Impact. I mean, I'm sure you guys have the titles, the old titles, the TNA World titles. You can't give that title belt to him. The the one you have, you can't let him borrow it for a little while. You had to, I mean, he had to either go find it online or you guys had to go and buy a fake one online. I mean, what the heck is going on? I mean, you had to go and get a fake title belt that was on eBay. I understand, you know, something, you know, for cheap, you know, cheap heat or just something for a storyline. But come on. If you're going to get fake, get something that was, you know, I mean, it looks great. The fake fake one looks great. I don't know if it was the uh, the one before the belt, the they changed over to the white strap. But if it was the black one. Then dang, that, that the black strap one, that one was, I mean, that was a good looking fake belt, but come on. Work with us, people. Okay. On to the last little or a couple of last little bit news, uh, but it's not impact related. Uh Apollo Cruz, who was not uh scheduled to be at the horror show this past Sunday, was not there if you saw. We're going to get into that in a little bit and talk a little bit about Extreme Rules in a smidge. But apparently it was, you know, somewhat being rumored that it was seen COVID-19 related, that he was not feeling good. So he was not at the taping of Extreme Rules. That's why we haven't seen him on TV for the last little while. And that's why MVP is currently holding the new United States heavyweight title belt in his possession but he's not the champ he's not the recognized champ apollo cruz is uh and then last little bit uh if you saw we'll talk about it in a little while but big news out of this past wednesday north nxt champ and the nxt north american champ keith lee has relinquished the north american title uh and due to him wanting to give other people the opportunity to hold that title and to probably get to that point where he was having the opportunities that he had. William Regal has announced that over the next several weeks, actually like for several, several weeks, there's going to be triple threat matches to determine who will qualify for takeover 30 for a ladder match for the North American title. So this should be very interesting over the next while. Several weeks. Actually, not even several weeks. Like, we're still a good month or so out from SummerSlam. Weekend? Uh, let me double check my exact. Yeah. We are literally, we are one month today, one month away from SummerSlam going down August 23rd. So that means 20 Saturday, August 22nd is going to be take over 30. So it's, we're going to have a long road. We got several weeks. One, two, three. We got about three, three more weeks left until SummerSlam. Three, four weeks right there. Yeah, four weeks. I'll say four weeks. Four weeks till SummerSlam weekend and take over 30, which should be good. Um, and then of course, WWE has officially announced that SummerSlam will not be in Boston officially. It is announced that they will be offering up the refunds for SummerSlam for those, everyone who has bought tickets to SummerSlam. You can go and get your refunds for that event uh they are moving it to actually they don't even know where they're going to move it to yet but they will keep us in the loop but more than likely it's going to be again at the performance center 
And that is your news of the week so far. That is your news for this week. Uh, let's get into some action. Uh, of course, Impact this past weekend. Kicking it off, we had one heck of a Slammiversary. I mean, literally, Slammiversary, you can go and catch the replay on Fight and just go and check out that. It was, you know, it was a damn good sense, you know, for impact. They haven't figured it out. I mean, they haven't gotten around to bring, you know, have people down there, Nashville, but or you know, Georgia, whichever their current location is. But let's, you know, we'll we'll run down the card quick, quickly of what happened this past weekend. So anyone has not watched, this is your spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, hey, yo, Rick, can I get that? You know, can I get a woo here? Yeah, that's your spoiler woo alert. Um, for anybody watching on YouTube and going to be listening on the podcast later. Slammiversary, open challenge from the Rascals. Answered by the returning Motor City Machine Guns, and they pick up the victory. Moose taking on Tommy Dreamer in an old school rules match for the unsanctioned TNA World Heavyweight title. Moose picks up the victory. It was a good match. I'll get a, it was a real good match. Hard fought. Um, Gauntlet for the gold match to determine the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts title. Kylie Ray picks up the victory after pinning, or sorry, defeating Tyra, Tyra Valkyrie, uh, Johnny Nitro's girl, or Johnny Mundo, whoever. Johnny Murky, whichever one you want to call him, but Johnny Mundo's girl in the gauntlet for the gold, the last person out. Uh, local tie here for the for everyone here in Everett, Washington, because singles match for the X Division champion, Willie Mack, putting up the gold against the WAC champion. Yes, I'm dropping some some other promotion names in here because WAC with that cause, heavyweight champion of the world, Chris Bay, in a championship opportunity for the X Division, and Chris Bay in a damn good match. Hella good match. Picks up the victory, adds another belt to the collection for him. And to possibly once WAC comes back and comes back and we have fans there, probably would bring that X Division title. I mean, to show it off a little bit. Um, tag team titles on the line. The North taking on the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan. And unfortunately for these two, they could not work, you know, get the job done. The North retain. After the match, the North get a challenge for this past Tuesday for the tag team titles against the more same machine guns. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, knockouts title on the line. Parizo taking on Jordan Grace and beating her by submission, making her tap out. And then, of course, your show-stopping main event of the night for the vacant Impact World title, a five-way elimination match. It was a four-way with a mystery of you know, we knew three of them. We were we did we were going to get a mystery opponent. That mystery opponent was known to be Rich Swan, Rich Swan, making his return. But then it was added again with the returning Eric Young, EY, joining the fray as it was Eddie Edwards taking on Austin Ace, taking on Trey, and taking on Rich Swan and Eric Young thrown in the mix. And this was a crazy crazy match damn good entertaining i loved through the rope canadian destroyer bomb right there just literally just that sick flip right there in the match that was awesome uh eddie edwards picks up the victory and he's your new official impact world champion 
unlike Moose, who's the uh, unsanctioned TNA world champion. But, of course, Eddie Edwards, once again, heavyweight champion of the world for Impact. That was Slammiversary. Uh, Overall, it was a good pay-per-view. It was a really good pay-per-view to go and check out. I uh, hope you guys go and you know rewatch it. It's on Fight uh, TV. You can, or sorry, on Fight. You can go rewatch it. Uh, let me double check, make sure everyone. Yeah, Fight TV. Uh, F I T E. Just to make sure. Uh, it's where you can go and get your you know New Japan content also for their big events. Go and check them out. If other than uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling site. Um, yeah, you can go and check out their official replay. It is forty bucks for the to rewatch again, and then of course they also do show the Double or Nothing AEW pay per view. So those they show a lot of the pro wrestling pay per views on there. Go and check that out. Uh, let's head on over to the horror show that we had this past weekend, and let's talk. Extreme Rules. This past weekend, the horror show we had, and boy, what truly it was a horror show, to say the least. I mean, not for not, it, it was a decent pay-per-view, some good moments, some really strange moments, and some what-the-heck moments we had. Uh, pre-show, we had KO taking on Murphy. Uh, Quick little match right there, you know, under about 10 minutes. You know, under 10 minutes. Uh, KO picking up the victory over Murphy. Tables match for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. The New Day. Taking on Cesaro and Shinsuke Nagamura. And you know what? The shocker of the night, or, of some, or one of the shockers, we have new SmackDown Tag Team Champions in Cesaro and Shinsuke after putting a hurting on the New Day and putting them through some tables. Which sucks for New Day, but that means they can go and try to get those tag team title belts back. But maybe give them a little break with the tag title scene for a little bit. At least being the champs. Uh, Sm- SmackDown women's titles on the line. Bailey taking on Nikki Cross. And of course, Sasha's in Bailey's corner and Bliss is in Cross's corner. And this was a good match. Oh man, this was a good match with Bailey and Nikki. I could rewatch that one again. It was very enjoyable. Uh, Bailey picks up the victory and she is still Dos Belts Bailey. She still holds both titles. And again, oh yeah, Max. Wait, it's like, yeah, John Cena is the best wrestler of all time. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those best ones. He's one of the best ones up there. Along with, you know, like, like Ric Flair, Hogan, Austin Rock. You know, he's still got a lot. He, he's one of the top ones up there. Uh, one of our commenters from Facebook dropping in. Um, of course, we didn't have a U.S. title match. That one was not even worth discussing, of course. Didn't happen. Uh, Mysterio taking on Seth Rollins in an eye for an eye match. And, of course, the only way to win this match is when one competitor extracts the eye of their opponent. I'm just going to let that soak in for a moment. Because... This match, I mean, while the match itself. Was okay. The match was okay. But to say the least of how they were going to do this eye extraction. Was, you know, very questionable. But of course, in WWE fashion. They seemingly pulled it off. Um. I mean, kudos to Seth Rollins. I mean, he won the match. We all, th- you know, we were thinking Ray was going to get a comeback. And he was going to do it. He's going to beat Seth, get his payback. Doesn't happen. Seth manages to get out of it and put Ray Mysterio's 
I, you know, again, toward, with the steel steps and extracts the eyeball and Seth sold it pretty dang well because he puked. He, blah, blah. Like the demon from Exorcist, he just puked. And it was, it was a day, it was good. It was a good sell. I'll give it that. That was very, very entertaining to, you know, to, to notice when they pulled back out and they see, you see, you know, chunks on the ground. It's like, dang. Okay, I'll, I'll give it that. He's, you know, it was very interesting. But of course, Seth Rollins picks up the victory and Rey Mysterio had his eye exposed. We'll go with that. Exposed out of its socket. All right. Moving on. Uh, controversy in the Raw Women's title as Sasha Banks taking on, or sorry, sorry challenging Asuka for the Raw Women's title. Opportunity for Sasha Banks to leave Extreme Rules Horror Show as a, a double champion with her best friend, Bailey and hold both the singles and the women's tag team titles for Raw and SmackDown. Great opportunity right here. Literally one of the best opportunities to get something, you know, to prove the dominance, prove that they run the show on Raw and SmackDown and eventually even go over to NXT, you know, er, on occasion, they you know they've gone over to NXT and defend the tag titles, but to own the dominance that they've that they've been proving as the Golden Roll models. Models. <laughs> Unfortunately for Sasha, that didn't happen because Oscar hits the green mist. Sasha ducks, gets the ref. Ref is blinded. Oscar locks and Oscar you know tries to get the Oscar lock. Bailey hits the tag team title bell on the back of her head. Banks, you know, pins her. Bailey takes the ref's shirt and makes the count. Um, yeah. Um, we're just gonna go with that. It did not count. It's not an official count because number one. Bailey was not the assigned ref. She wasn't the assigned special guest ref. She's not a certified official or, uh, you know, like a special guest referee. That would have been different. She's not an enforcer. So I'm not even going to acknowledge that Sasha, like a thief in the night, stole the belt. Even though technically right now possession is nine-tenths of the law. And Sasha has the title right now, but she is not the recognized Raw Women's Champion. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Talking about Raw this past week. Um, Extreme Rules was the announcement, was the match made for Mr. Dolph Ziggler that he chose in his WWE Championship opportunity against Drew McIntyre. However... A big, however, it's Extreme Rules for Dolph Ziggler, not Drew, because he has to play by the main rules. He has to go by everyday wrestling rules where he can lose by countout, he can lose by DQ, pinfall, submission, and if any one of those happen, Ziggler would be the champion. And Drew laid in some dang good shots with the chair, putting him through a table, trying so hard to take Drew down, but Dolph couldn't. Couldn't do it. Drew McIntyre retains, and he is still the WWE champion of the world for Raw. And that leads us into the cinema-style movie event of the summer at Extreme Rules, the horror show that we had the Wyatt Swamp Fight match with Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. You know what? Even even just, you know, thinking of that Swamp Fight, I mean, it 
I mean, I wouldn't even hesitate to think that I'm just going to get trans. Uh, let's see. Just uh, I said, you know, Wyatt Swamp Fight, you know, thinking I'm just going to get sent to, you know, the play. Yep. I knew it was coming. Yep. I got sent to the Wyatt household because, yeah. I knew if I said that, I would get transported here. But, yes, in the craziness that we saw in this interesting, very interesting swamp fight, we had a man set on fire. We've had two Braun Strowmans, one with the goat, you know, the black sheet mask and the shovel knocking out Braun Strowman. Um, we had the original Wyatt. You know, the funky, psychedelic, you know, weird out, uh, we're here, <laughs> style. And then, of course, the one of the two big shockers that we had Alexa Bliss. Yeah, 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 I'm beardless today. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Just one of those days. It's like, yeah, let him in. Yeah. We had Alexa Bliss show up and looking like Abby the Witch here. Just, you know, shock surprise to even see Bliss and to draw in Braun further into the swamp fight or into the swamp. And it's like, wow. Okay. Kudos, you know, good, good story right there. Good, interesting. All right, I'll give it that. And then, of course, dragging Braun into the swamp, pulling him under, and then out comes the monster himself. And he was let in. The fiend is coming out of the swamp, and dang, it's like, I, w I wouldn't call him Sister Abigail there, Mr. James. I just call it, like, not really a sister. He's not, she, uh, Alexa Bliss was not Sister Abigail. It was just drawing Braun into, you know, Darkest Desires and just drawing him in further into the swamp. But, yeah, that match was just crazy. And I guess technically, Bray Wyatt won the Swamp Fight? If you want to get technical? I know he's not in here yet. But I know if I do it now, he won't come out later. But yeah, I don't want him to be let in. Keep the door, keep the door locked back there. But yeah, that that but Extreme Rules that was a interesting show to say the least. It yeah, is like yeah, there, some people are saying might be, Alexa might be Sister Abigail. You know, uh, tr truthfully, we already we traveled down that road before with the whole Sister Abigail, and it kind of failed a little bit. But nonetheless, let's get out of Extreme Rules. Poof! It's like ah. Okay, we're out of extreme rules. We can we can move on from the horror show that we had. Um, let's actually talk what happened on SmackDown. Of course, the SmackDown leading into horror show this past weekend. Uh, it was a quick little show. Uh, of course, I mean SmackDown recently has just been short on the matches. <laughs> side I mean if you literally if you're watching Raw you watch Smackdown you see a complete shortness of matches compared to Raw for Smackdown um, Cesaro taking on Big E they got to name the stipulation for their match at te uh, Extreme Rules which they named the tables rule was going to be in fact in effect Sasha taking on Bailey. 
or sorry, Sasha and Bailey taking on Oscar and Nikki Cross in tag team action. Sasha and Bailey pick up the victory. Uh, pissed off Braun. You know, get, you know, having the mindset of he had to go and destroy Bray, so the Fiend could not come into the world. And he picks up the victory over John Morrison. And then, of course, uh, Lacey Evans taking on Naomi. And, well... I just want to make sure that this was, you know, the show. Like, nope, thank God. Week after the worst segment in SmackDown, a long, the longest time, one of the worst segments, we see Lacey taking on Naomi and Lacey picking up the victory over Naomi. And then, of course, the main event for the night, Intercontinental Championship on the line. AJ Styles taking on Matt Riddle. That was a good match to watch uh, between these two. Bro, the bro man could not pick it up and could not get the IC title. Afterwards, AJ Styles shakes his hand, but then gets Matt Riddle gets attacked from behind from the king of Corbin, who is annoying as a, as a gnat who just will not go away, people. Not go away. Uh, we do know that this coming week, tomorrow night, or sorry, not tomorrow night. Yep, tomorrow night on Friday, uh, we're gonna have a bar fight between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. That one was thought to be at Extreme Rules, but it was pushed to this Friday. And then Bailey and Banks will be on SmackDown. What again? Uh, they're being promoted for this week. And then Naomi will be on Ms. TV. And that is your SmackDown week in review. That is last week's SmackDown heading into Extreme Rules. So how about we head on over to the Raw brand and talk a little bit about some Monday Night Raw. Because Raw... Had some good show. Had, had a good show. I mean, seven matches this past week. Um, Seth Rollins taking on Aleister Black. Seth damaging Aleister. You know, has a, has that path of rage right now going on with Seth. And Seth picks up the victory over Aleister Black. Uh, backstage, R-Truth was kind of suckered in. With the Hurt Business, the new group with Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. And Shelton pins our truth becomes the new 24-7 champion. So the Hurt Business is, is swimming in some, well, has a gold and has another piece of gold that is not officially recognized. But they think they have it. But later, uh, we had six-man tag of the return with MVP Lashley and Shelton Benjamin taking on Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and the return of Mustafa Ali joining the Raw brand. First time we've seen him in a long time. You know, actually the first time since this pandemic we've seen him. Uh, and this was a very exciting match to see. Oh, I literally thought uh, Lashley was just going to get destroyed on the outside when he had Cedric Ricochet and then Mustafa just comes flying out of nowhere through the ropes and just launches Lashley like there was like he was a missile just hello he's gone over the announce table but Mustafa Ricochet and Cedric pick up the victory in the six-man tag uh Ruby Riot taking on Peyton Royce, and for the first time in the longest time since her return, she has a victory in the WWE. She ha she, this has been a while since Ruby Riot has had a singles victory or a victory in a while. 
the last time she had let's see uh this was her first singles win since November of 2019. It's been a long time. A very, very long time for for the Riot to get a pin. Fall victory. To get a victory since November of 2019. I mean, she's been out with double surgery. You know, she had surgery on her shoulders. It's just been like, eh. Losing, you know, not really having her best friend anymore. Her other part, her other best friend, her partner's, you know, not even in WWE anymore, and right now she's currently pregnant, so she's kind of going out of the alone right now. Uh, granted, she does have a little help with the EST of Bianca Belair, but still, this is her first victory since, 20, since 2019 of November, and it's very nice to see that Ruby Riot is back in on the winning side, at least back in the show. Uh, Street Profits taking on Andrade and Angel Garza again. Non title this time. Profits pick up the victory, and we're thinking again that Andrade and Angel were going to be, you know, have cracks, but looks like they finally got something done right because they were able after the match to be like, okay, we're on the same page now. And Zillian is like, We'll prove it. Um, Kari Sang taking on Bailey in what is going to be probably her second to last appearance on WWE programming for the longest time. Actually, I'm pretty much this is gonna be we're probably the more than likely be the second to last time we'll see Kari Sang for good. Um, Kari Sane picks up the victory over Bailey in a one-on-one -on -one match. And then, of course, the main event of Raw, the unsanctioned match between the Viper and the Big Show. And it, this was a good match. Very good. Uh, Orton punning Big Show, the big seven-foot giant. Well, actually, RKOing him to victory and then putting him to end the show. Um, we do know next week, Raw Women's title. Uh, actually, let me get back to that because thank you very much because we have Stephanie McMahon making an appearance on the show and has decreed that Sasha is not the champion. You know, after claiming she was, you know, thinking she got away with, you know, thievery at Extreme Rules Horror Show. But Sasha will get an opportunity this coming week, this next week, on Raw. Thanks to Steffi McMahon for the Raw Women's title. It will be Asuka taking on Sasha Banks. The title can be won by pinfall, submission, countout, disqualification. Or if anyone interferes, meaning if Sasha Banks interferes, or sorry, if ba if uh, Bailey interferes for Sasha Banks, Oscar will be champion. So again, this it's going to be a very, very interesting Raw this coming week. We'll have a undisputed women's title match for the Raw women's title, and then of course we found out that on last week's Raw, on this past week's Raw, that Drew will put up the title one more time against Dolph Ziggler. But this time, Drew will be picking the stipulation. But we don't know when exactly. I mean, it might be in two weeks. Actually, I think it will be in two weeks. Uh, not 100% sure. We'll probably find out next week on Raw when the title match will take place, but we do know we will have a championship match, a WWE championship match to be determined. Drew McIntyre taking on Drew, uh, Dolph Ziggler. But this time, McIntyre will pick the stipulation. And that is your Raw for this week. Uh, we'll get into... Actually, let's head on over to NXT. 
actually, no, 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 no. We're not going to go NXT. We're going to do something a little different because we're we're kind of on this hype for Impact Wrestling. We're kind of on this hype. Let's, let's head on over and talk what went down this past week on Impact because, I mean, it's a, kind of feels like a start of a new with the with the program right now. Yep, hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, something is not right on my end. Uh, let me double check. And come on. I know I said impact, so shikink. Okay, I guess the background's not going to change. Oh, there we go. Background did change. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what happened on Impact this past week uh, as a quick rundown. Uh, new X Division champion Chris Bay taking on Willie Mack in a rematch. Uh, Chris Bay picks up the victory, retains the X Division title. Havoc and Nevada, or Nevia, sorry, taking on Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan. Havoc and uh, Nevia winning via DQ. This week, uh, Rhino and Hernandez going at it. Rhino picks up the victory, and in a another uh, unrecognized TNA World Heavyweight Title match, Moose taking on Fala Ball, and afterwards EC3 attacks, leaving him knocked out, and then of course the big match that was made from Slammiversary Impact Tag Team Titles. The North defending against the Guns, and the Guns pick up the victory and are your new Impact Tag Team title holders. They are your new champs in the Tag Team division. Not a bad year for Mr. Shelley. Literally started 2020 with NXT, tagging with his uh, buddy. Oh, shoot. Now I'm like, uh, like literally, it's like tip of my tongue of where. Oh, yeah, time splitters. That's what I was like. Time splitters. I had to think of that. With uh, Kushida and yeah, Alex Shelley and Kushida. I had to like think of the team names. That's why I was like so quiet. Kushida and Alex Shelley starting off in 2020 tag team right there, and then later in the year we get the guns returning on impact and we got new tag team champions so very interesting year for mr shelley as this year's already you know chat full of craziness all right let's actually head on over to the black and gold brand let's talk some nxt what went down this week of course we know that the North American title is vacant. We will determine the new champion at TakeOver 30 in a ladder match, in a five-way ladder match uh, to start off the show. Uh, Dexter Loomis taking on Killian Dane. Uh, Loomis picking up the victory over Killian Dane. Uh, tag team action, Breezango taking on Everise, Chase Parker, and Matt Martell. Breezango picking up the victory in a good match, you know, dressed up as some Canadian Mounties. There for some, you know, I am the Mountie. You know, a little stick right there for all of you old school wrestling fans out there who know the Mountie. I'm the Mountie. And I will have Canadian justice, Mountie justice. With that stun stick right there with, you know, Remember the big, big boss man taking on the Mountie at SummerSlam, the jailhouse uh, match. Loser had to spend the night in jail and get arrested in New York City. Yeah, there's. I'm throwing it back to the, the old days right there. Old school SummerSlam right there. Go and check that out. Uh, I could tell you. ninety one, nineteen ninety one. Uh, jailhouse match with Bossman and the Mountie. That one was going. That was a good match. 
go back and watch it. It was a good moment. Very good moment in SummerSlam history. Uh, Timothy Thatcher taking on oh, Oni Larkin and Thatcher, the submission, you know, brute right now, picks up the victory over Oni. Um, Shotzi going one on one again with Aaliyah, and Robert Stone is not getting any luck with that tank right now because he's already been run over once and after after Shotzi picks up you know the victory after removing Robert Stone from the apron and you know knocking him down you know hurting his ankle again or his foot again after the match rolls over his other foot for some you know for equal pain but then afterwards Mercedes Martinez comes out, attacks Shotzi while the tank is still on his foot. And then we see in the back that Mercedes, uh, Miss Martinez has joined the Robert Stone brand. So that's going to be some dangerous, you know, tagging right there for these two women and for the brand itself. Uh, Karrion Cross taking on Dominic Dijakovic and in a scene we've seen on Rocky with Apollo Crews or Apollo Creed getting dead. And of course, Rocky holding him in is like looking up. I was like, we had that moment coming down because that was a, it was a very interesting sight to see. Karen Cross picks up the victory over Dominic Dijakovic. And then your main event qualifier for a triple threat qualifier match for the takeover 30. Bronson Reed taking on Johnny Hart, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and Undisputed Era member Roderick Strong in a triple threat match. And match, you know, this was a really good match to go watch. This is a, I would, you know, I'm going to go watch that again on the network. But Bronson picks up the victory. He qualifies for TakeOver 30 and the North American title ladder match. Which is going to be fun, as always, especially with it being SummerSlam weekend. Uh, we do know next week, North America titled another triple threat match will take place. Another qualifier, Finn Balor, Timothy Thatcher, and Dexter Loomis in a triple threat match next week. Winner moves on to take over 30 and the vacant North American title. That should be a fun show to go watch next week. Now let's close this shizzo out with some dynamite. I said dynamite. You know, normally I say dynamite it just goes up. Oh, there we go. There's my powers. It's on delay today. But dynamite this past this week, last night, TNT title. On the line, Cody defending against Eddie Kingston. Those of you who should, you know, who have seen Eddie Kingston before, he was on, he has been on NWA TV on Power, and he was also part of the LAX comeback slash, you know, chop off of the OGs with Hernandez and Homicide back in Impact a couple years ago. So if he looks a little familiar, that's where you've seen him. He was part of the OGs that going against the LAX in Impact Wrestling not that long ago. Uh, Cody retains, and this was a no DQ match. As Cody, actually Eddie was feeling a little tacky and putting Cody on some tacks in his back. So that was, you know, yeah, I know it's a little, a little tacky just to throw that joke out there, but yeah. I know. But still, Cody picks up the victory. It was a good match. Uh, MJF taking on Griff Garrison. One-on-one. -on -one. MJF picks up the victory. Tag team action. Young Bucks taking on Butcher and Blade. The Butcher and the Blade. You know, very interesting tag team right there. But unfortunately for these two in a good match, Young Bucks pick up the victory. Uh, in women's action, Dynamite 
taking on Ivelisse. And you should, you know, some of you should know Ivelisse if you've been watched if you've watched uh, Lucha Underground. She was one of the main staples on that brand, along with uh, Ricochet, who is now over in NXT. Or sorry, at WWE. I say NXT because he was there first. But yeah, a lot of good names that have come, and even uh, Ray Phoenix, even uh, Pentagon Junior, Zero Miero, right there for you. On now on Dynamite, but yeah, Evelise is one of those women that is very enjoyable to watch. She is a damn good wrestler. Hope you guys go and you know continue to check her out. Hangman Page taking on five of the Dark Order. And no, I'm not saying five members of the Dark Order. I'm saying five, the name of the person who is in the Dark Order. But yes, Hangman Page, offered, you know, after picking up the victory, was offered a spot in joining the Dark Order, but didn't get it done, didn't want to join. Got attacked. Out came his partner for the save. And we're well. And now I will announce what's going to happen next week at the at the end in the smidge. Uh, Inner Circle taking on Jurassic Express. Six man tag. And this actually no not even sorry not six man tag tag team action. I got can't recount my head. Um, match was good. Inner Circle picks up the victory. Afterwards, we get a unannounced attack after the match, and well, we you know we think it was one person, but turns out to be actually. Let me. I want to make sure I get this right of who, what the name was that attacked during well during the match. Uh, come on. Because it was Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus taking on Jericho and J and Hager. So, uh, do do do. Come on. Gotta love technology. It's a little slow. Uh. Oh, Serpentero. That was the name. Serpentero comes out, attacks. Jungle, or sorry, L L Jurassic Express. Match wins for in, the inner circle picks up the victory, and then Serpentero just decides to continue attack and enjoy the you know attack with the inner circle. Pulls off the mask it is revealed to be the return of Sammy Garva, as his suspension is now over. He's been MIA for the last month, and now he is back to join his brethren in the inner circle. And, of course, at the end, we find out that next week, we're going to have ourselves a 10-man tag. The Inner Circle will take all members of the Inner Circle. Santana, Ortiz, Jericho, Hager, Garva will take on Orange Cassidy, Best Friends, and the Jurassic Express. So that is going to be a very very big matchup next week. And then, of course, AEW tag team titles are on the line. Omega and Paige defending against the Dark Order. Two members of the Dark Order. That should be a fun shizzo next week. And then, little side note that AEW has announced that this summer, they're going to have a Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament. The Deadly Draw. It will, in fact, feature 16 of their 19 women in eight teams. And they will be competing in the Tag Team Cup Tournament. Um, This is going to be very interesting because you got of 19 women, you're going to have 16 are going to be in this tournament, and they're going to form eight teams. Now, there's going to be a couple that we know right off the bat we're going to see form a tag team. Uh, we're going to see Brandy. We're going to see uh, Allie. Those two, they're going to, you know, we're going to see them tag team up. Uh, let me pull up the rest of the roster. 
yeah, Brandy and uh, Allie are going to tag team together. Um, now, I'm not for sure exactly who else is. I mean, you're not going to have the current women's champion, I would think, in the tag team tournament. Uh, she does not going to be in the tournament. I would, you know, probably would think. But I've been proven wrong. But the thing is, is who are you going to pick for? Who are you going to pick for the 16 women that are going to be in this match? And maybe, hopefully, this is going to lead to some women's tag team titles. I mean, you got the roster number right there. You got 16. Or you, sorry. You have 19 women. You need what? Two, at least two for the women's title You know, picture. Maybe three, maybe four. Either way, what are you going to do with the rest of the women? You got to give them something to do. And if this is going to be a home of, you know, some damn good wrestling, then you're going to have a tag team. You should have a tag team champions. But again, we won't know. Probably might be a tag team championship tournament, you know, for some belts. But again, we'll find out later. You know, it'll take, it's, this is going to take place during the summer. So it should be very, very interesting. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be the show for today. That is going to be it for me. Before we go, I know how, you know, we got to go through this every week we do this. Um, tomorrow, we will have a, another NFL talk, you know, chat here on the Flex Network. We're going to have a little chat again. Flex Mike will be back on the show tomorrow night. As we chit chat about what's been going on in the world of football for everybody, I will be there with your boy Flex Matt, or sorry, Flex Mike. <laughs> yeah, Flex Mike will be there. And then, of course, we're getting so, so very close to NFL season starting. Like, literally, end of July. We are now at the end of July. Next week is literally end of July. We're the second week out of ending July. Then we hit August. But, I mean, granted, it's going to be a very weird August because we're not going to have preseason, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. But, yeah, we're going to get into some stuff tomorrow about what's going on. But, of course... You should be following us on Facebook. You should be, you, know, you are here if you're already watching on Facebook. Or you're watching on Twitter. Or sorry, YouTube. But you should be following us on Facebook. You should be following us on Twitter. You should be following us on YouTube. You should be following us on Twitter. At, for your fantasy football, for your football information, for your needs. You should be following us at the Flex Network 1. And of course... For the wrestling side of the world, you should be following us at FlexNet underscore PW Elite. You should be following us there on Twitter. Share us, like us, subscribe to us. And then, of course, we are also on Apple Podcasts. We are also on Spotify. We are on other various forms of podcasts. If we are not where you should, sorry, if you, we are not where you listen to your podcasts, where you go to get your podcasts, let us know. We will try to get there. We Actually, we will not try. We will get there so we can continue this lovely time of giving you information and having a chat with you guys. But we will get there so you could take us out on the road with you. You don't have to be home. You can take us, you know, put us on your iPod or wherever, wherever you listen to your I to you know your podcast needs are, but we will get there. But that is going to be it for me and this week's show of the Wrestling Week in Review show. That is going to be it for me. Once again, on this day, July 23rd, the Seattle Kraken is alive and well. We're going to close out the show that way. So for myself, the snowman, that I am the snowman, 
This has been the Flex Network. We will see you next week for the Wrestling Week in Review show again on the road to SummerSlam and TakeOver 30. But we will see you tomorrow. Hopefully see you tomorrow night on the NFL chat again. We will see you down the road. This is the Snowman and the Flex Network. We are out of here. Peace. Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. This right here is the Flex Network. Yeah. Flex on them. The proceeding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order.